There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick and Andy Rampernard. We'll be right back, kick things off. Women are not here again today. Cassie's not here. Catherine's not here. Alex is no here. women in the room. It's all testosterone. That's all I'm saying. We'll be right back with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt. Then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I I appreciate that. Um, But I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. It does sound kind of dumb. I'd have to agree with that. There's <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, an inversion just happened, as it did before nine recessions. An economic alarm has sounded in the U.S., sending warnings of a possible recession ahead. Yields on two-year and ten-year Treasury notes inverted early Wednesday, a market phenomenon that shows investors want more in return for short-term government bonds and for long-term bonds. It's an indication that investors have lost faith in the soundness of the U.S. economy. What appeared to be a slight thaw in trade relations between the U.S. and China that had sent markets sharply higher Tuesday was quickly forgotten with the Dow opening down 400 points. It was down like 550 last I saw. I don't know where it is now, but it was like down 550. Um, The yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note hit 1.622%, falling below the yield of uh, of a uh, two-year, which was uh, 1.634%. The last inversion on this part, this part of the yield curve was in December 2005, two years before a recession. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. We're gonna, we always have recessions. Well, it's inevitable. It's, it's going to happen. It I is going to happen. It's ebb and flow. I'll tell you, if it's as severe as the one in 2008, I'm going to go walk the earth because there ain't no way I'm picking up the tab for everybody else like I did last time. No way. I lost big last time. Well, you and me both, pal. You and me both. I got because crushed. 
A lot of people just walked away from their debt, which meant that you and I got hammered even harder. I got crushed. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying, so we'll see what happens, but uh, I don't know. But a lot of good things for me came out of that. I wouldn't have met Nancy. I wouldn't have been in, never been to Minneapolis. Oh, so you were still in Florida when that happened? I was in L.A. Oh, you were in L.A.? That's right. You were in L.A. That's right. It makes sense. Boy, you don't want to be living in L.A. in a recession. <laughs> that, no, well, thank it's you. always a recession there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is pretty much Especially all. Especially if all you're in the, in the entertainment business. You're in a recession all the time. <laughs> Somebody told yeah. me they saw that the mansion that's featured in the Beverly Hillbillies, right, just went on the market for like a quarter of a billion dollars. Oh, that's crazy money. What but the right, hell? A, a, just, a, just a crappy old house in like South Central Yeah, is a million dollars. Oh, Jesus. Well, how do they afford that? I don't know. How does anybody afford I, that? I don't know. I don't understand that either, how you can even do that. Before we move on from the Beverly Hillbillies, though, I, I love that show, but I haven't seen it in 30 years, obviously, right? It holds the test of time. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, it's it really holds the test of time. <clears throat> so Mr. Drysdale, the, uh, the owner of the bank, says to Jed Clampett, you know, uh, Mr. Clampett, with all the uh, money you have, $25 million in cash, you should buy some stock. He goes, okay, I'll do that, Mr. Drysdale. Goes and buys three cows, two <laughs> pigs, some chickens. <laughs> well, that's, he bought some stock, right? Yeah. Uh, it was funny. And he thought the he thought the tennis court was a cow pen. <laughs> so he put him, he goes, I don't really understand. Well, that would work, Mister Drysdale. Why is that one fence right down the middle? That doesn't really do anything. To keep what? the bulls away from the cows, of course. <laughs> I with, guess with the, with the concrete pond. With the yeah, cement pond. Cement pond. The yeah. cement pond. Uh, and, and and Jane Hathaway, who, by the way, uh, many people don't know this, but Nancy Culp, who played Miss Hathaway, she did an interview with the Chucker on KQRS, <clears throat> hung up and died. Really? Yeah, she died right after she would talk he to the Chucker. killed her, huh? I don't think he killed her necessarily. That was, la- that was her last goal in life. Yeah, it was a talk to the Chucker. <laughs> I talked to the Chucker, I can finally die. <laughs> I can finally die now, but... That show, so so Nancy called Jane Hathaway's talking to Jethro Bodine, and she goes, when I'm done with you, Jethro, it's not going to be what it is now. It's going to be Jethro. Uh, what the hell is uh, How's it starting? What's the four-year degree again? Master, uh, Bachelor uh, of oh, yeah, Science okay. or Bachelor okay, of so, Arts. So it's, it's, she said, when I get done with you, Jethro, it's going to be Jethro, B.A., M-A-P-H-D. And he goes, well, that's not how you spell Bodine. <laughs> I mean, it's very funny. They're all, they're all, everybody in that show is dead, right? Uh, but Jethro's they gotta not. Be I think just he about. is. I think Jethro's still. He, no, I think he died. Oh, maybe, how about Donna Douglas? She was a, she was a fetching young lady. Yes, yeah, she was. She was indeed. Granny. Let's see. Granny's I think they're all here. dead. Buddy Ebsen. Played He's dead. something. Jed. He played Jed. He's got to be dead. He's done. He was dead. been dead for 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was born in 1908, so I mean, oh, he lived to be 95. Pretty good life. Stock. <laughs> Irene Ryan. That was granny. Very dead. <laughs> very well, dead. Well, 1973. I mean, oh my wow, god, so she died. Very dead. Because that I think was the end of the show was 1973. That's very uh, dead. 71. So yeah, oh, two so years later yeah, she two died. Two years later she died. And she was. Only 70 when she died, so she was... Wow. Granny was only, like, in her 50s when the show was so granny started. Was, granny was younger than Bud, than than her son? Oh, wait, okay, so when the show started, she was 60. So, oh, okay. I mean, I guess that's... So she was born... She was eight years older than Buddy Epson. Uh, born in 1901, right? 1902, so she was only six wow. years older than... Jed. And she was they his saw, mother. They saw a lot in life because you were born yeah, pre-1900, oh, 1901, and lived Airplanes, all, Everything. all of it. Everything. All of it. Everything. Yeah, you're right. Cars, yeah. planes, oh, trains, That was the time to live. Buddy, or uh, wait, Jethro, yes, is still alive. Is he really? Max Bear Jr., yeah. He's only 81. Yeah. Oh, a I young... I thought I was, he was dead. Learned yesterday on the podcast, talking to, uh, talking to Jeffrey Sussman, the boxing expert, of course, Max Bear, his dad, was heavyweight champion, I believe. I believe he was heavyweight champion. I know he's a heavyweight boxer. But when uh, Max Bear Jr., Jethro Bodine, was born, he said, Dad, I want to be a boxer. He goes, no way. There's no way I'm letting you box. Well, no. So that's cool. 
Every other one of them is dead, though, yeah. Everybody except for Matt. Donna Douglas is dead? Donna Douglas died four years ago. And how old was she? 82. She was 82? They all lived to be pretty old. They did, but they were all a lot older than I thought they were on the show. Well, that's the magic of low-resolution black-and-white well, makeup. Well, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, she was, let's right see, she was 1932, so she was 30 when the show started. Well, Donna Douglas was. Yes. Yeah, she was a very pretty woman. <clears throat> she she loved to wrestle guys, though. Yeah, in she the, was a tomboy. She, she was a tomboy all the way. Honest to God. Oh, I got to tell you something I did to somebody yesterday. You'll be proud of me as an Italian-American. <laughs> so I got a call from a guy. Uh, uh, excuse me, I got a text from a guy. He said, I'm in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, give me a call this afternoon. So I texted him back. Okay, I'll do that. By the way, say hello to the Patriarca family for me. <laughs> And he actually did because he didn't know who the Patriarca family was. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, the Patriarca family ran the mafia in New York. People don't know that. The, the New York mafia answered to Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. People don't know that. The Patriarchas never took the hit. And I have a friend who's married to one of the Patriarchas. She's the sweetest person you'd ever want to meet. Most Just of them are. I suppose, yeah. It's true. It's all business. It was all business to them. Yeah. Man. The Beverly Hillbillies had a 36 share when it started. Holy God. <laughs> How many people would that have been? Uh, that's a good question. It'd be like 10 million. No, maybe not 10. 36. Oh, God, it's got to be Does 10 million. Does anything have a share like that today? No, oh, not God. even remotely. Not even close. The number one show, I mean, like, I bet Game of Thrones at its peak probably peaked out at like a seven, maybe. Nah, probably more than that. You well, maybe so? not, though. Maybe not, because that's pay-per-view, isn't it? Or not pay-per-view, but... It's HBO, so you've got to pay extra. Cable. Yeah, so you cable. might be right. Let's see here. You've done like 10 or 11 million I think, people. I think like America's Got Talent or or uh, American Idol or that probably had pretty good ratings at one time. Do they? It's very hard. Oh, yeah, that's a that's probably a better one for Because that's network rating. television. Very hard for a broadcast network to crack 10 million. They're the two top network television shows, I think. What's that? Uh, America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah, they like that. You know why that is, of course. Because the rating agency who does it, and I will not say their name, for television and radio skews so young and so low income now. Oh, yeah. See, what yeah. they're trying to do is they're trying to give a voice to poor people and people of color. Absolutely, poor people and people of color should have a voice, but not the only voice. Once again, typical American reaction, they overreacted to the whole thing, so you don't get a voice anymore, they get all the voice now. That's not how the world's going to work. According to Biden, only black people are poor. That's, That's right. <laughs> well, non-whites. are kind of like white people. Poor people are just as smart as, as white people. Yeah. Poor people are just as smart as white people. That was his exact words. Why would he say that? <laughs> American Idol peaked at 12.6 in its demo, its demo the 18 yeah. to 49 demo, yeah. so not the wow. overall ratings. Well, no, but, that is the overall rating in television, 18 to Oh, in television? It, yeah, oh. it is, yep. Well, uh, that was also, let's see, five, 12 years ago, though. Oh, Jesus. Uh, let's see. Current Idol, this is in 2014. I think America's Got Talent has surpassed them, though. Yeah, Idol in 2014 right. had a 3.7. Oh, God. And awful. it was still one of the biggest shows on television, so yeah. that tells you. 37% share to a three. <laughs> yeah, 3.7 share, that's it. Yep. God, that's amazing. America's Got Talent, you think? Yeah, I know it's pretty well. It's a pretty big watch show. I think so. I think you're right about that. Yeah. I think a lot of people like watching. Well, that. I bet you could just find the highest rated TV shows. Let's see. Yeah, probably true. Ah, there we go. <laughs> they release them every week. Uh, wow, this is in millions of viewers. That's not what we want. Although. Yeah. I mean, hey, why not? <clears throat> did anybody break 10 million? <sighs> yeah, a lot of places did actually. They did. Um, for the year? In terms of, like, TV shows, though, yeah. not no. many. No. This Is Us, whatever the hell that is. Never heard Got of 33 million. No way. That's what when it says. When was that? Uh, this is of the year 2018. No. Oh, you mean over the year? They got 33 million. Uh, I think per episode they did. They might have done maybe. 8 million, 7 million, something like that per episode. Yeah, I don't. Think I don't even know what it is. This is us as a drama. On top, people love it. I, they do love that show. I only saw a couple of them. 
So I don't know uh, much Oh, about yeah, it. yeah. The average episode... Well, apparently there's only been three episodes. Oh, no. See, that was in two... Th- oh, it started last year, so maybe that's what that's all about. No, it started in 2016. It did? That's yeah. been around for three years already. Well, apparently there's... Huh. Yeah. Uh, let's see. When it says the viewers for a season, does that mean average? Uh, what does it say? Yeah, it does mean average. Uh, oh, no, it means peak. So each season peaked at 10 million. So, yeah, when yeah. they say 33, that's the entire run of the... So it's wrong. Yes, it's the entire USA run. Today sucks. Don't go there. <laughs> USA Today sucks. Don't go there. That's my conclusion. I mean, that's the whole problem that you have now is is an 18 to 49 demo for television is ridiculous because nobody under 40 watches television. Not many. Not many at all. The average television viewer now in America, according to the ratings, <clears throat> is 59 years old. 20 years ago, people used televisions as babysitters. Today, yes. it's yeah, an did. iPad. Yeah, that's Today, true. it's an iPad. Yeah, yep. you're right. They just give them, which is a lot worse. They just give a kid an iPad, and that's the babysitter. Yeah. YouTube autoplay is very... Dangerous. Not good. You'll, Very not you're, good. You're, Even Facebook <laughs> autoplay. It starts playing oh, yeah. videos. You, the thing is, the oh, YouTube yeah. autoplay goes by an algorithm. It's not like preset playlists or something. So you put on Daniel Tiger, you hit play, and it autoplays. But there are people out there, a lot of them in like India and Russia, who game the system so that theirs is more likely to come up on autoplay but it's not actually what the system thinks it is. It's like perverted sex stuff and violence and all sorts of... It's got, like, you know, all the characters in it, but they're doing, you know, it's off-model, off-brand versions of those characters doing messed up stuff. And that's what your kids are going to see if you put it Uh, on autoplay. What's this world coming to? I know. You're right. I'll tell you. It's a disaster. Yeah, it's, it is weird how YouTube is, is so right. good at cracking down on, you know, white supremacist channels and stuff. But then you have channels pushing out, you know. They don't do YouTube very much. No, I don't go anywhere near any of that stuff. Um, if anybody could tell the truth on any of those things, I would I would use them. But it's all just lies. All of Everything's a lie now. Pretty you know, much. everything's deceitful. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, is. Yeah, it is. You're, yep. you're, you're yeah. constantly tricked. And oh, everything. Yeah. Even oh, God, even yeah. I was watching Minneapolis City Council meetings. It's all just trickery. Yeah. It's all yeah. it is. It's all just trickery and yep. look over stand. here. Yeah, look it at really my is. right hand cuz I don't want you watching my left. It really hand. is. Well, they rely on people not doing their own research. It's disgusting. They hear something on TV and they accept it as truth without thinking. Yep. They they voted yesterday to Ban or no more drive-throughs in the city. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, no more new ones. Yeah, no more, no more new dri- ones. Yeah, no more new drive-throughs. Like you can't Why? you can't build a business with a drive-through. They say it's that's what's important to them, not the skyrocketing not murder two rates. Dead people found yeah. yesterday. Yeah, I know. They don't care about that, man. All those rapes and murders, whatever. It's drive-throughs. We got to focus on. Well, they on. will talk about gun violence because it's part of the national democratic right. platform right. agenda. Well, yeah, but they won't talk about the tens of thousands of people that get beat up and heads mm-hmm. busted open and assaulted every week. But I know you're absolutely right. We'll take a break. Be right back in just a couple of seconds. More L.A. Nick, Andy. With the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. 
There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. All right, Andy. So you and I get along pretty well, don't you think, of father-son? Yes. Okay. Well, apparently in South Carolina that doesn't happen. A South Carolina attorney is unable to use his own name to market his law firm after he was sued by his father. George Sink Jr. worked for personal injury lawyer George Sink Sr., whose TV ads and billboards have made him famous across the state for just shy of a year before he was fired from February. Four days later, the Yale graduate started his own legal practice, George Sink II Law Firm, prompting his father to sue him in April, per the Charleston Post and Courier. Sink Sr. argued that use of the name violated trademark laws, created unfair competition, and confused potential clients. On Friday... A federal judge agreed enough to issue a temporary order blocking George Sink from using his own name. What you know, where are we headed? This this actually hits home for me because I have a I have a friend right now who his son is doing this to him. Really? Yeah, I have a friend in Italy. His name's John Carlos Morbidelli, and he's a very well known man. His he, name is Morbidelli. Yep, he actually Morbid. Yep, Ellie. Yep, he actually hmm. invented the CNC machine. He's What's the sole that? inventor. Huh. What's the, a CNC machine? It's a, a computer, computer operated machine that cuts things out. Yeah. No knowing about that. Oh. It's big money. And he invented yeah. that. And he has factories all over there. And then he started building motorcycles, the Morbidelli motorcycles. It's the only motorcycle in the Museum of Modern Art okay. in the world. And he won like 18 world GP, Italian GPs and four world right. GPs. And so he has. He got a parasite in his brain oh. in Africa, and before oh. they found oh. out what was wrong with him, it ate part of his brain. So he's, so his son it's probably Kuru or something. So he, this guy has the biggest motorcycle collection in all of Europe, open really? to the public. Yep, it's called the Morbidelli Motorcycle Museum. It's in Pesaro, Italy, and his son has now taken everything out of the museum. Hmm. and took it all to the UK, and he's auctioning it all off. Why was he allowed to do that? Who's going to stop him? It wasn't his. I know, but he wants he wants to erase his father's legacy. Oh my God! Oh so now God. the state, the state that where Pedro is in Italy, mm-hmm. is suing him for for uh, suing the son. Yes, the okay. state is okay. But he, it's he wants to literally erase his dad's legacy. Why do because, people do that? So the Italians don't want to get involved because it's the way it is there. Yeah. But I reached out to them a long time ago to try to get some of the Benelli stuff to the Benelli Museum to block oh, yeah, away. Right, right. And he uh, he literally doesn't like his father. Like, that's what it's all about. Why doesn't he like his father? He wants to be something be- bigger than his father. And he'll oh, always God. be the son of John Carlos Morbidelli. He'll always be the son of John Carlos. And he, yeah, he'll I never suppose. be his own yeah. man. So he has to erase it in his in his head, and that looks like the same case with this. I'm gonna settle down, all of you. Calm down. That's all I have to say. So, uh, you're 22 years old, right? You live in India, and it's your birthday. You're 22 year old guy. It's your birthday. So you ask your dad for a jaguar. I'd like a jaguar for my 22nd birthday. So would that be a car or the animal? The car. Okay. Um, Dad didn't deliver. Uh, police rep in India says it was reportedly the wrong birthday gift. <laughs> he wanted a Jaguar. His father gave him a BMW, and he drove it right into a canal. Hmm. He said, I don't want this, and drove it into a canal. <clears throat> what uh, the hell is that? I mean, actually made a mistake because the BMW is probably a better car. Yeah, wouldn't doubt it. Quality-wise. Could be. You thought your kids were ungrateful. CBS News spotted a mind-boggling story out of India where a 22-year-old allegedly pushed his new BMW into a river because uh, what he had really wanted for his birthday was a Jaguar, or at least that's what a local police rep tells the Times of India. Akash was demanding a Jaguar car from his father, but when his father failed to buy one, he threw away his BMW in a fit of anger. 
Akasha's father uh, counters that version, saying the car went into the western Yamuna Canal after his son swerved to avoid hitting an antelope. <laughs> okay, and hitting an antelope in India. Uh, we have two cars, a BMW and a Swift. What is a Swift? Uh, I think it's a Chevy, isn't it? Chevy Swift? Yeah. No idea. I have no idea what a Swift I is. I believe it's a Chevy. Yeah, it's a little little car. My son never demanded a Jaguar. Either way, there's video footage of the vehicle in the canal. The car has since been removed from the water, and no arrest will be made. But, yeah, he, uh, he said, no, he never demanded anything from me. No, it's, it's, you made that up. And he didn't drive it into the uh, canal. Uh, it, it fell in. There was a video going around of a kid in here in the States that is, he got a Ferrari for his birthday, and it was the wrong color. And he started kicking it and freaking the out. Wrong color. Yeah. Like, what, what What? color did he want? He wanted a red one. And this was what? I think it was silver or something. Burnt or orange? <laughs> no, it was silver or black, I think. But yeah, that video went around for a while. Why don't you Because these kids tank? are entitled, man. They really are. They, they think they're entitled to whatever they want. Yeah, I guess. I, I just, I don't understand where the hell we're headed. It's I almost really like the like these 20-some-year-old people, kids are almost like... The five-year-old kids that when you tell them they can't have something, they throw a temper tantrum and start freaking out. Uh-huh. It's almost like that's what twenty-some-year-olds do now. Yeah. No. They, yeah. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> when we were exactly when we were right. young, that's what you did when you were four. God, this must be. I don't know where this took place. A school board made the right decision here. What? Where the hell did this happen? You made the right decision. Not in Minnesota. <laughs> Not in Minnesota or California. Um. Where is the... No, San Francisco School Board. I'm shocked. Wow. A controversial George Washington mural at San Francisco's George Washington High School is going to survive behind panels. A four oh, to three but vote... But they're still going to hide it. Of course. Oh, I thought they were going to... They were glass panels. You think they're... they're I've seen panels? this mural. I've seen this mural in person. With the with the two black yeah. people and George Washington. There's two white people Oh, it's a huge people. mural. It goes on Yeah, forever. it looks like it is huge. But I don't really understand wh- why is it controversial. That was it's a, 250 it's, years ago. Yeah, it's just a picture of history. It's 250 years ago. That's it's it. not America now. When are we going to understand this is not what America is anymore? They, they, can't, they can't comprehend that. No. And I don't think if I were black, I'd want them doing this. No, black people don't care. Yeah, they it's don't care. It's not the care. black people who, who are no, doing it. it's white it. people. Yeah. It's not the black people. It's not anybody that... <sighs> that was affected by it back then who cares now i'm seriously 250 years ago george washington and again we were at the mount vernon uh, you go in the slave quarters are depressing as hell but i hope they never tear them down mm. because that's history could happen in your lifetime you know what i mean if you tear them down i guarantee you two years later well that never happened i guarantee you that's what that's all about i'll get rid of it and then a few years from now i'll tell you well i don't know what you're talking about he never owned slaves that's exactly what they're going to do. That's what will happen. Oh, it's disgusting. It really is. By the way, the mural's kind of lame anyway. Yeah, it's not very very well done. No, one guy's head's all squashed together. <laughs> I know. And then, and then there's, uh, there's a black but guy. But if you see in person, it's really big. It's a whole staircase. Yeah, it looks huge. Yeah, it looks it's huge. a whole staircase. It's, it was a lot of work. I just I don't really understand uh, why we want to rewrite history, why we want to just cover up history like it never happened. You want to know what happened in the past so the history doesn't repeat itself. You would think so, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I, I do. <laughs> I do, I'll tell you that too. flat out. If somebody told me, no, oh, God, remember your father, what, how successful he was, wonderful guy, he always <laughs> really sound of mind and all. What? <laughs> That's not what happened at all. But that's what they're doing now. They, they're changing. Everything's being changed. Oh, no, that never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Another guy with a... Okay. So basically in the 60s, they started killing politicians. This time around, exact same sentiment. People are just viciously angry and hate one another. Another gunman was shot uh, at a school. I, I just, what do we do? Kansas City police shoot very angry rifle-toting man. Uh, he told a hotel manager he had killed his wife already, and then he was going to go kill more people. Police in Kansas City, Kansas, shot and killed a man on Tuesday who told a hotel manager that he had killed his wife and was heading to a popular shopping and restaurant area to kill them too. The very angry and distraught man entered the con- uh, country inn and suites near the Legends uh, outlet. Shopping area said he had killed his wife, says Jacob Honeycutt, general manager of the business. He said, I'm heavily armed and very dangerous. He came in and said, by the way, Ellie, Nick, I'm very dangerous. I want you to know that. What are you, a professional wrestler? I'm very dangerous. 
I'm going to Legends. You better call the police, Honeycutt tells the AP. The man was not armed when he entered the inn, says Honeycutt, who tried to follow the suspect but couldn't catch him before he got into a car and sped away, driving through stop signs before the confrontation with police. We wanted to try and stop them, but unfortunately we couldn't, so we got a hold of the police as quickly as possible. Uh, well, he didn't get there because they shot and killed the prick, so that's good. You, you got what you deserved. I'm dangerous. Not anymore. You're not dangerous anymore, Pally. You're deader than hell. This didn't happen when we were young, did it? Like, not it that I can ever remember. Nope. I can never remember this kind of so violence. What's, so what's, what's changed in the... There are no rules anymore. I mean, that's the whole thing. The, the world now is a situation where nobody has to follow the rules anymore. People do whatever the hell they want. That's why you never get anything done anymore. Because no one ever does what they say they're going to do. I know that's they don't follow the rules on the road, that's for sure. They Just driving here, anywhere. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Your life in danger. I'm serious. People are driving like crazy people. I know what you're saying. Like over 100 uh, miles an hour, literally. I, I just, I, I really wish somebody would would just do your job so I don't have what to. What happened to where we used to have, like, state troopers on the freeways and stuff? Yeah, I love state troopers. They don't do that anymore? Yeah, where the hell are you? <laughs> okay, i got to run some numbers by you and Andy. Um, I want you to do me a favor. Mike Tyson. Okay, Andy, you, you can do the, uh, the the math here. Uh, L.A. I like, I like Mike, though. I do, too. I like him a lot. But he claims he's smoking $40,000 a month of marijuana. Well, well. the compound that he owns is going to $40,000 yeah. a month. Of yeah. yeah. Yes. The problem is no one's saying how many people are in the compound. There could be a hundred people there. Yeah, I suppose there could be. Yeah, that's very, very true. But he, he claims. Well, I mean, he could also just be buying a gram for forty thousand dollars and then saying, "Look, forty thousand dollars." No, no, he bought. I don't he, think so. he, he goes through. He, he claims to go through two tons a pot a month by himself. I doubt it. Not by. It's impossible. <clears throat> you, that's it's physically pounds impo- a day. It's physically impossible. You'd basically have to put it all in a pile <laughs> and just set it on fire. Yeah. And by the end of the month, it might have burned. Yeah, exactly. But, maybe. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like incense sitting there. Smoking. Yeah, exactly. It, it's impossible. Mike Tyson is getting high on his own supply. The retired boxer selling cannabis grown on his California ranch admitted to smoking $40,000 worth of drug per month on a recent episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. What do we smoke a month? Tyson asked his business partner, Eben Britton. Have you, did you hear it? Did you hear the audio? Yes. The guy sounds like he's got like he's in witness protection. <laughs> yes, we did. We, we smoked that. Oh, well, because he smokes really. a lot of pot, man. I guess. So his voice is shot. But he sounds yeah. like he's in witness protection. That's because he smoked all that pot. I, well, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, well, they'd have to they'd have to each smoke three hundred and fifty pounds. If I smoked a day. one hit of pot, I cough for an hour. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't smoke yeah. pot. Can't do. I like taking the tablets. Go to sleep. Yeah, I cough for an hour straight. Yeah. Oh, me too. If I inhale, I can't I cough do smoke. Like I can't either. No smoke for me. I'm right there with you. Right but I, I do like Mike. Any, no matter what anybody says about, it, I know I went to prison for rape. Yeah. But he was one of the best boxers of all time. Oh, there's no doubt about it. When he was 12 years old, he was the toughest guy in his neighborhood, including all the dads. The youngest Golden Globes winner. Mm-hmm. I mean, Golden Box, Golden, Golden Globes, Globes Box yeah. winner. Youngest uh, Olympic fighter. Youngest heavyweight champion. Just you know, a great boxer. I will tell you, honest to God, my friend Mike, Mike Rafferty, hey, I bought the pay-per-view. Come on over. We're going to watch the Tyson-Michael uh, Spinks fight. 32 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that was most of them. That was most, most of, of his fights true. ended first round. They did, absolutely. He ran across the ring to knock his, Michael Spence His out. first couple of years, every fight ended in first round. It did, yeah. Because that right hand, <clears throat> the right hand was just oh, brutal, God. man. He could just knock your ass out. And I, I, I just find him an entertaining, funny guy. Oh, yeah. I think he He's is. a likable guy. I, I don't know about that. What's that tattoo called again, the Maori tattoo that yeah. he has on his face? <laughs> What I is that? <laughs> Just a tribal. Who are we talking about? Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Let's see. I was actually very surprised when he got that. Because I've had some encounters with Mike, and he seemed very together. Boy, he's looking to... old, man. Oh, he is old. Is he? No. It's just some generic yeah, tribal, tribal tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just a tribal. That has no mean meaning anything. or name. No. They, they do nothing. call it something now, though. He named it something. God, he looks like he's 70. Let me see the picture you're looking at. Looks old, man. 
Well, that's because he didn't shave in that picture. When he shaved oh, up, it well, it's all gray. When he shaved up, he doesn't look that bad. Is he just totally bald now? Yeah. He just is? Yeah. yeah, it's all gray, too. I didn't know John Travolta was bald. Oh, he's always been bald for 25 years. Has he really? Yeah. See, I didn't even know that. John Travolta's been bald for... Boy, is he a fruitcake of the first order. He's a, not just fruitcake, just a weird guy, man. That guy's weird. Well, that's kind of what I meant by fruitcake. He's really... <laughs> I thought you meant He's something else. Um, no! <laughs> but he, yeah. Well, let me judge your your but, orientation. That's what I want to do. But he is a very strange man. He's a very strange guy. And if you see him in person, mm-hmm. I don't know what he did, but he looks like he's made of plastic. Ooh. Like he really does. Like you're afraid of him. Like he looks mm. like he like is plastic. Yeah, it's not good. Like his face looks like it's made of plastic. That's like not good. doll. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes more with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're back in the saddle again. What do you think of that action? I think they're going to go down as one of the best American rock bands in history. Aerosmith? Yeah, they have to. I don't think there's any question about it. I think the best rock band will go down at ACDC because rock's almost done. It seems like it. It does seem like rock. The industry won't let new bands be heard. Yeah, they just won't. There's tons of great new rock bands. Don't get me wrong. Endless. But you'll never hear them. So it's well, rap requires almost no monetary investment, and yeah. it makes as much money as but rock does. But it also does, has so. a one-year shelf life. They don't care. They can just they right. can go to any city and say, "Hey, want to be a rapper?" And there yeah. you go. I know. It costs. It probably costs them fifty dollars to bring someone into yeah. stardom. Whereas with like uh, rock band, at least they need it's like money. they need instruments. Yeah, and they need studio time. They need studio time. Yeah, whereas a rapper is just some guy on SoundCloud with a microphone oh, yeah. in his basement. I know, it's all about the money. True. It's all about money. Now, who's, what's the difference between Lil Wayne, Lil John, Lil Tom, <laughs> Lil no, Bill? I have no clue. <laughs> who are these people? I don't even know who they are. I know that Dave Chappelle used to make fun of one well, of them. Well, Lil Wayne, I think, he's banned from Minneapolis. Oh, is that the one that's banned? <laughs> I think yeah, it's I know, Lil, one of them's banned. One of them's banned. Forever. Lil John was the one who yelled... Okay, yeah, and yeah. Okay. Yeah, Little yeah. Wayne's the one who's banned from Minneapolis. Little Wayne for is? For sneaking in guns in the venues. That's right. That's right. His people had gun, yeah. guns. On. I remember that. You're right. 100% right. Ken Cuccinelli offered up some literary analysis on Tuesday. The acting director of Citizenship and Immigration Services first grabbed headlines Tuesday morning when he offered an update to Emma Lazarus's famous poem on the Statue of Liberty during an NPR interview about a major change to migration law announced a, a day prior. Give me your tired, your poor, who can stand on their own two feet and will not become a public charge, he said. I don't remember it saying that. Uh, in a CNN interview with Aaron Burnett that night, USA Today reports he was asked what he thinks America stands for. The Hill has his response. Well, of course, that poem referred to, uh, back to people coming from Europe where they had class-based societies where people were considered wretched if they weren't in the right class. He then 
it's still that way in America. Absolutely. Especially in Minnesota. Unless you're one of the rich elite in Minnesota, you're a turd. Absolutely. That's exactly how All Twitter is is people clamoring to get close to a celebrity so that they can feel important. And if you're not not a celebrity, then you're a nobody and you might as well just go die. I would like to point something out, though. Um, If anybody thinks that this is just happening because of people of color, get your head out of your ass and do your homework. The same exact thing happened when the Irish came to America, when the Italians came to America. Uh, this has happened for about 150 years the, at the least. The Italian and the Irish got it hard. Hard. People don't know uh, people how don't know that. Was. They were killing Irish and Italian people. Italians were the scum of the earth when yeah, they came they were. There. They're absolutely right. Because they were the last, the Irish and the Italians were the last to come. They were the last to come. And people exactly literally... Right. Thought the called the Italians every name in the book. They did, and they were absolutely. literally the scum of the earth. They were absolutely so. So, if anyone thinks this was just invented by Donald Trump or whatever ridiculous idea you have, yeah. America has always had a problem with new immigrants ever since day one. They've yeah. had problem with new immigrants. Unless you were, unless you were English white. That's right, English white. And by the way, you you still had to be the right religion. Oh, uh, yeah. You had to be it's the right religion, especially, they in, different, you especially in different yep. states. So don't give me this stuff, oh, it's totally different now. What, what, so what does that mean? What did it mean back then? Nothing more than it does today. You know, I, the Irish, the Italians, there were other people too. You know, I told Bilski, I wish I'd have never let the Polacks in here. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that to Bilski. It makes me feel oh, you know, I was. Happy. I had to tell you this. You, I can't even listen to KQ with flat, that last one commercial. The blue blue chew. Yeah, I, I, he's got to come. <laughs> blue chew. I gotta tell you something. I can't. I just can't oh, listen to it. I know. I can't listen to him talking You're about, about the nine thousandth person. I just can't listen to him talk about that. You're about the nine. Just get somebody that, that that's a nominous person talking about it. That's yeah. Not last I minute. I wonder if that works. <laughs> what is blue chew? I have no idea. It's just a thing like rag, rag but you chew it. You chew it instead of oh. yeah, swallow with water. Yeah. But huh. get somebody so else to talk about it. It's a great sponsor. It's a great sponsor. It's a great. Yeah, it's probably a great company. All over the place now. But get somebody besides Lastman talking about erections. Well, he does this kind of thing. Yeah. Did he talk about erections? In yeah, it? it's erections. Well, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't Let's know. Let's see. Blue chew. Erectile yeah. dysfunction. Yeah, basically. The ED, right? I wonder yeah. what it is. Like, well, most of that stuff now is not necessarily erectile dysfunction. It's the fact that men, the older they get, their testosterone. Well, he talks about like when he rock. takes it and he gets instant reactions. <laughs> oh, he does. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, it is sildenafil, uh, sildenafil, which yeah. I think is the same thing as yeah. Viagra. That's Viagra. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. So, so it's sildenafil. It says in the yeah, it's the same active ingredient. Oh, so well, there you go. How many milligrams per pill for a chew? It looks like a pill to me, but I don't know. Yeah, but you chew you it. You chew it. I know you chew it. Oh. But how many milligrams of sildenafil is there per tablet? Let's see. Because that makes here. a big difference. Well, yeah. Because hmm. I think in order for it to be effective, what does it have to be? I don't know. I've like never 50, tried it. 50 milligrams or something <clears> like that? <throat> oh, don't start with your Italian crap. No, I just never there. tried it. I've never Let's needed see. anything. No, I, I just <laughs> never tried it. Viagra is 20 milligrams. Per tat capsule, right? Okay, that makes sense. Blue chew. Blue chew, baby. Uh, we're talking about a rectal mm. Oh, so there is what the first one's twenty, and there's twenty-five. Yep. So it's more. But some slightly men, more, yes. Don't some men need like fifty to a hundred milligrams of that stuff for it to work? I don't. I don't know anything about well, it. I don't you, that's you can't take too much of that kind of thing. It's a vasodilator. So what does that mean? It makes your blood vessels expand. That's why it does what it does. Oh, yeah. But too much blood, of that blood can also be a problem. Could it kill you? Yes. Could it kill you? I think you can die from it. So how would you die? Just um, bleed out? <laughs> so you just It would make out? your heart not beat properly. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you can't take it if you have any heart problems. So what's the average dosage, Andy? Because I don't know. I have no idea what the average dosage of sedentary uh, It is. comes up to 100 milligrams. So Yeah, I thought that was the top, top of the line right there. I think the least amount of pills you do, the better off you are. Well, I think that's probably. I, I probably, take, yeah. I take one. I take Trazodone. It's the only drug I take. I take Prilosec. Yeah. I have to. I have to I, take it. I, I tried to not too. to take it. I tried it. Oh, it's, yeah. Really PPI withdrawals are one of the worst things in the world. 
It makes you feel Don't like you're pee pee th- in front of LA Nikki. gets really upset. <laughs> Speaking of sildenafil, yes, exactly. But it makes you feel like your throat is like there's oh. like an acid. Oh, it's oh, I'll bomb in it that acid makes you out, Andy. Yeah, it's it'll literally squirt out. Awful. Well, I've tried to get up. I don't take it. Prozac. PPI really? withdrawals. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have acid reflux so bad. Oh, do you? It'll really? actually squirt That's out like bad. a water pistol. Ah, literally. God. So. What's it? Probably, I thought there was some problem with Prilosec. Well, hey. they said that it makes your bone density lower by blocking calcium or something oh, like yeah, that, but yeah, there's okay. really not. I've talked a... to my doctor about it. She said something else is going to kill you before that's going to kill you. Well, and not to mention, <laughs> yeah, if you do probably. have severe acid reflux, then your throat is being damaged by the acid, which is going to cause throat cancer a lot faster than a PPI if, will give if you. If I don't take it right when I wake up, within two hours, I'm yep. going to die. Oh, yeah, it's awful. I tried to get off it before, but I just... They say if you drink apple vinegar, apple cider vinegar. Ugh. I know, it seems like it would create more acid, but they say it's it will secure it. Hmm. I mean, I, I would guess. like to not be dependent on something like that, but I've been taking it for... It's 15 years now, and every yeah. time I tried to get off it, I've been on it for about yeah. 10. Didn't go well. Yeah. Oh, so here it is right here. Here's the recommendations. This is from drugs.com. Uh, Sildenafil. Ah. Uh, initial dose 50 milligrams orally once a day as needed, one hour prior to sexual activity. Oh, so the initial dose is 50? See, that's what I don't understand. You have to take an hour before sexual activity, so you right. have to plan all your sexual activity out. Like, who does that? Yeah. But who yeah. plans it out? Like, we're going to have sex at 5 o'clock tonight. I know what you're saying. Like, that doesn't work for me. Then it says you're supposed to take a, a maintenance 25 to 100 milligrams orally once a day as needed, one hour prior to sexual activity. Comments, this drug may be taken anywhere from 30 minutes to four hours before sexual activity. So they're saying... But they don't really have so fifty milligrams is the initial dose, and then after that twenty five to one hundred. But but I mean that's quite a swing from twenty five to one hundred is a hell of a swing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, four times as much. So how? I assume your doctor would tell you how much you're supposed to take. I and mean, yes. I'm sure there's people that abuse the crap out of it. Well, that's what oh, I'm yeah, thinking, I'm sure. and that's exactly what I was asking. That some of these people, I bet you take way too you much. You get all drunk and you take five of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me just tell you something. Get this thing working. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, so so. Blue Chew is 25. Uh, apparently. So you'd have to do two of them for your initial yeah. your initial deal, and then after that, anywhere. From know. one to four. So Lastman just, just have to did he just say, I, I want to do this ad? Oh, no, I think they approached him about doing it. They approached him about doing it. I don't, I don't know. I, I have no idea. You haven't heard it? Uh, no. No, I have not heard it. I don't listen to that kind of thing. He, he did. I have told John this uh, before. To I said, to John, it. you sound like such a radio announcer when you do commercials. I was talking to the man well, last you have week. To hear, you have to hear this one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like you look at me like it's kind of creepy or something. Oh, it's creepy. Oh, so there you go. That's it exactly. Okay, well, I'll, I'll mention it to him. Everybody thinks you're creepy. <laughs> I kind of like to do that anyway. That works for me. I just think it should be an anonymous person, not somebody from the show doing that commercial. Well, I don't know what to I suppose Blue Cheese. I mean, you wouldn't do that commercial, would you? No. no. It's not for me. No. Even if you'd used the product, you still wouldn't do the commercial for it. Depends on how much they paid. No. <laughs> I guess there is a price for everything. Yeah, everybody's got their price, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. It's, um, you know, I am very touchy about that, about who I endorse and who I don't. You know, there are a couple of, no, not a couple, but there's, once in a while, there's about one person every two or three years I go, I am not doing this anymore. It's not the kind of person I thought it would be, and I'm not going to endorse somebody who doesn't do what they say. Especially product. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, unless you do what you say you're going to do, I, I can't endorse you. Well, I not many do people that. do that anymore. Do what? Say what they're going to do, what they're going to oh, say. Oh, no, you got that <laughs> me, right. Me and Catherine just had this discussion. Most people don't do what they say they're going to no, do. No, they don't. You're 100% right. They absolutely do not do what they say they're going to do, I make which causes huge I make a, problems. I make a point of it. If what I say you? I'm going to do something, I do it. All right, Andy, I got a tip for you. L.A. and Nick and I already talked about it, but no, this is – I know you would have done it if I didn't warn you, so – Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. It's okay to believe in miracles, but drinking bleach for your ailments isn't going to lead to one. That's mm. effectively what people are doing when they quaff a product known as Miracle Mineral Solution and other products like that. 
like at the promise of a cure for autism, cancer, HIV. Drinking bleach will cure HIV? People believe that? Well, you Let's know, see. this isn't anything new. This hap was going on way back in the 1800s. In the 1800s they saying, they yeah. made stuff that said it cured everything in the world. And actually, that's how Coca-Cola started. Coca-Cola was a oh, that's right. was a snake serum you know, that it said it would fix it. everything, and yeah. it did use yeah. cocaine. But yeah, it wasn't did. the first product to use cocaine. There was already no. a wine with cocaine that was a cure-all worldwide, all over Europe. Hmm. And it was a huge success. What is laudanum? What was that? Uh, Laudanum was, I think, a tincture of opium. Opium. It was a tincture of opium? Yeah. Yeah. So basically drinkable opium. And that was very common in the 1800s oh, in America. God, yeah. Oh, yeah, everything. You have a toothache, you in have fact, a headache. In fact, it got so bad where most of the female population couldn't even give birth. Yeah, couldn't even yep. get pregnant because they were all on it. Yeah, there, a lot of women were on on laudanum, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's very addictive. And they, they actually created – Bayer created heroin yeah, because they, did, right? they wanted to make something less addictive than opium. That clearly didn't, that a, didn't work. That didn't pan out. There's actually a series on right now on History Channel, the, f- the food that built America. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Remember the, the last one they had, the men who built America? The men who built now America, Now it's yeah. about food. It's really good. Now, it is a really good it series. Really and now good, it's a, yeah. the food one, the food that built America. And it's pretty interesting. It is really white, is. Is it white bread? No, it's not. Why it's, not? It's pretty interesting, though. Let's it go really white is. bread, baby. Stuff people like Post and all what they did and Kellogg's and... It's a pretty interesting story, but they, they all uh, it all ends up a sad story in the end. All it always rich does. Rich families. It always does, man. All ends up sad. Uh, and, and, and what's really sad about all those people you talk—I don't care if you're talking about Rockefeller, you're talking about any of those people—they would do any scummy thing on earth to, to remain known as the richest person in the world. And one of them is Minnesota, the Mars Company. Minneapolis. Mars? Mars, but Mars, the original Snicky, uh, Milky Way was their first Snick candy bar, and it was made in Minneapolis, not, Minnesota. I had no idea that was true. Yep, and they made, really? they made Milky Way, Snickers, and a couple other ones right in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And Hershey was his supplier, but then he turned against Hershey. Ah, uh, well, and, there you go. And they went to war. There you go. One of my favorite things growing up in the inner city was kids would go, I'm going to get a Mickey Way. <laughs> it wasn't Milky Way, it was Mickey Way. I gotta go give me a Mickey Way. Oh, do you? We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just a few minutes from now, part two. Got a couple of great guests coming up. Back with the family.